Hello and welcome to this message from the river. We hope that this message from Pastor Billy Pate inspires and challenges you towards a greater relationship with Jesus Christ. Now let's join Pastor Billy Pate for another exciting message. You say come to the Right. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open those up this morning. We're going to be going to a few passages of Scripture today and uh, continuing our series this morning, Hooked. Uh, from our series text, we read in Mark chapter 1, verse 17, Jesus said this. He said to them, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. Amen. I have a pair of waiters this morning. You guys have been waiting for me to do this, so I'm going to do it right now. Walk out on this dock. Everybody's like, when are you going to walk out on that dock, Pastor? I said, I've been building anticipation waiting for you. You didn't know if I could walk out here, but I can. I have a pair of waiters that are hanging out here this, today because I'm going to talk about that this morning and utilize those as a sermon illustration today. Uh, I have a pair of waiters there, and I wanted to try to find a mannequin that I could bring out here, and I tried and tried and tried to locate a mannequin. I couldn't find one that actually would fit into the waiters and would stand up here. But I did have a mannequin that was given to me briefly for a short time. And I got to tell you what happened because this was a great, uh, it, was, it was great. My kids, I put that thing in the back of my pickup and I buckled his seatbelt around him like he was a back passenger in my car because I was going to bring him to church. And so he's sitting there, you know, looking to the side just like a person would. Well, last night I forgot about him being in there and I sent Zoe out to get uh, her backpack out of my car. And when she come around the corner and she opened that door, <laughs> she called him, what'd she name him? Gerald. She named him Gerald. She said, Gerald was sitting there and scared me to death. So I thought, well, that's fun. So this morning, we did it on purpose, and we sent Zane out to go ahead and get in the back of the truck on his way to church, and he come running around the front of the pickup terrified because of our friend, Gerald, who is riding in the back of the car. And so if you see a guy riding in the back of my truck, that's Gerald, just wait. He's friendly. He's a friendly guy. Waiters, talking about waiters this morning. Waiters are a great fishing tool, especially when you are in the river. Being able to wade out from shore and not get cold or wet is a great advantage in fishing. The waiters actually help you get closer to the fish where the fish are, but at the same time, think about this, protect you from the fish's environment. I will say it again. Being able to wade out to shore, not get cold or wet, what it does is it helps you to get closer to where the fish are, but at the same time protects you from the fish's environment. Now listen this morning. You were created to be the fisher, not the fish. When God formed you and created you and made you, he had redemption in mind for you. He never created you with the idea that you would be separated from him, that you would be distanced from him, that you would not have a relationship with him. God created you in mind of reconciliation. He was thinking about bringing you closer to him at the onset of your birth and at the onset of you being formed in your mother's womb. God always had in mind that you would be with him and not separated from him. God loves you that much. He wanted you to be the fisher, not the fish. It's in your DNA. It's in the essence of your creation. His intention for your life 
was to always be reconciled to him, working toward reconciliation with others and bringing them into reconciliation with him. One of the challenges of catching fish is you have to be where the fish are. You know, if you've ever gone to a big lake, you can't just go out anywhere just because it has good fish and just throw a line out there and expect to catch fish. You've got to get to where the fish are. You've got to have a fish finder. You've got to have a map. You've got to have some information so you can track those fish down because they, they get in certain areas. And so getting to where the fish are is always very important. Some environments require you to be surrounded by the very fish you are trying to catch and to be surrounded by the very elements that those fish are bound to. So how do you fish for fish in that kind of situation? Waiters. Waiters allow you to wade off into where the fish live. Waiters allow you to live in the fish's environment, operate in the fish's environment without the fish's environment affecting you and causing difficulty for you. So help me preach, help me pray this morning as I preach wearing waiters. Father, I thank you this morning for everybody that's in this room. We're going to have a good time this morning as we learn principles that help us to be better people in the kingdom of God. Elevate us to a new level of living today. Help us to see our our world and the dynamic in which we live. Help us to see the mission of Christ everywhere we go. I pray these things in Jesus' name this morning. Everybody says amen. Me and my brother had a friend. Uh, We heard about another secret pond. Let me tell you, they're everywhere, folks. They're out there. They're, they're elusive, but they're out there. And so me and my brother heard about another secret pond from my brother's friend, Richard. Now, Richard was what you would call a true fisherman in the sense that that boy was windier than in North Texas. I'm just telling you that he was windy. He, he told more tales. He told more lies than anybody I've ever met in my life. He was a fisherman through and through. And so anyway, he had told us about this amazing secret pond. And so we were so anxious to find these secret places that uh, we trusted him. And so we had fishing tubes and we had set up, we had fishing tubes, we had waders, and we go traipsing across this place. And it's like a series of ponds that kind of fell downward. And at the very last one was where this secret pond was supposed to be. But when we got there, what it really was was just a nasty, filthy swamp. That's what it was. Nasty, filthy swamp. Anybody with any sense would have not dared to wade off into that pond. But all we could think about was secret pond, big fish. That's all we could think about. And so we were going to wade off into this swamp, even though common sense would say, go the other direction. It was surrounded with trees. There was muck all in the water. It was just filthy. There was all kinds of things moving in the water that you could see. We didn't care. We were going fishing. And so we waded off in there. We saw snakes. We saw other things that we can't yet identify. We saw lots of toads. But we saw no fish whatsoever. None at all. Fortunately for us, no harm came to us. And we left that swamp unscathed. Why? Waders. Waiters protected us from becoming a victim of the environment. Many of you right now in this place, you're in an environment surrounded with sinners. You find yourself in an environment that is full of the elements that those sinners are bound to. And let me tell you, that is a tough place to be. 
That is a difficult place to go to each and every day, to walk into a workplace or walk into a school system that where you walk into, there is nothing but negative elements, things that are weighing on you, things that are trying to get to you, things that are trying to trip you up, things that are trying to mess you up, things that are trying to take you down, things that are trying to limit your effectiveness in the kingdom of God. It's a tough place to be. However, here's what I truly believe that is the truth this morning, that you are uniquely qualified to be there. That everybody in this place, wherever God has placed you, God has also equipped you. And in the place that you find yourself, you are uniquely qualified to be there. You are qualified to be salt and light in that environment. And that you are equipped with spiritual waiters that you need to weather that environment and come out unscathed. John 17, 15 says this, it's on the screen. I do not pray that you should take them, what? Out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. It goes on to say, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So here's, God's, here's Jesus' prayer to God. He says, it's not my prayer that you would take them out of the environment, but you would keep the environment out of them. You keep them in the environment, but you keep the environment out of them. And so how do we walk in that kind of situation? Here's the the truth. The goal of the kingdom of God is this, and it always is this, and it always will be this. It is that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As Christians, this is what God does. God takes us and he shakes us out like salt and he seasons us, seasons the environment with our lives. He takes you and he spreads you out throughout the community, throughout your school, throughout your workplaces, the marketplace. God sprinkles us out like salt from a salt shaker and he seasons the environment with the lives of saints. That's what he does. He strategically places us where he wants to be. Think about that. He is strategically placing you where he wants to be. You are the forerunner of God's presence and God's grace in every negative environment that you find yourself in. God has strategically placed you in that environment to change the atmosphere. So when we get to the fish, in the fish's environment, yet we remain protected from those elements. And we do that how? By wearing waders. Let's talk about three ways that waders help you this morning. First, waders reveal your true form. Think about it. Waiters reveal your true form. Now listen, I did you a service this morning. There's a reason why those waiters are hanging on that pole and I'm not wearing them this morning. Because I love you and I care for you and I have some self-respect and some dignity and I'm not about to put those things on. Why? Because they reveal your true form. They show everything about you. They are a very form-fitting type garment that you put on, especially if they're neoprene waders like these are. 
They are not designed with fashion in mind, I promise you. They are designed with function in mind. So they're not intended to be flattering to your figure. But what they do reveal is the true form of who you are. If you have ever worn a pair of waders, you'll really understand this. Especially if you've worn like the cheaper plastic ones. The moment that you step into the water, they suck up against you. The, they push the air out, and they suck right up against your body. I mean, they just wrap around you like plastic. And it can be very uncomfortable and, and all of that. As a Christian, here's what happens. You, when you find yourself in an environment that you are not created to live in, the first thing that's going to happen is the measure of your true form is going to be revealed. Anytime you step into an environment that you were not intended to live in, you're not intended to live in squalor. You're not intended to live in a negative environment. You're not, you're not intended to live uh, in the same elements that have sinners bound. That's not what God's intention for your life is. And so when you get into those places, what happens is your true form is instantly revealed. Those environments have a way uh, of pushing the air out, all the stuff that we're puffed up with, And suddenly they reveal who we really are. Have you ever been around someone who can get their praise on on a Sunday morning like nobody's business, but then when they get to work on Monday, they suddenly become like the crowd they're around? The true form of who they are is suddenly revealed. It's not that they have a true depth of relationship with God because the truth is revealed when they get around others, they become influenced, not the influencers. It's in those environments that you really find out what you're made of and what you stand for. When you are in an environment that is contrary to your nature, that is contrary to your nature, the truth about who you are is always revealed. You are constantly in those environments presented with opportunities to compromise. To compromise. There's there's no end to those opportunities to compromise. They're at every corner. They're at every turn. You have plenty of invitations to compromise. What I want you to realize today is that even though the environment is pressing in on you and pushing all the air out of you, you, and you can feel the pressure even of where you are, it cannot penetrate the barrier if you establish that relationship with Jesus Christ. There is a barrier called grace that stands between you and stands between the elements. A barrier called grace. You will feel the pressure, but if you stay true to who you are and keep God's grace between you and the elements, the elements cannot get to you. Waiters reveal your true form, but what they also do is regardless of your flaws, regardless of your imperfections, regardless of the areas that still need to change, They declare that there is a grace that is sufficient to weather any difficulties and that a grace makes up all the difference between who we could be or should be and who we are. God's grace is sufficient for you this morning. James 1-2 says this, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under what pressure your faith life is forced out into the open 
and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything, what, prematurely. You know, I've said this to you before, and it's so true, that we get into an environment that's difficult for us, an environment that's negative. And because we are so church sometimes, we only want to get distance from that environment. We only want to get out of that environment. But we are not just, God has equipped us. God has placed you not to get out of that environment, but to change that environment, to make a difference in that environment. You are the salt and light that is needed to transform the environment that you're in. He says in verse 4, so don't try to get out of it anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become what? Mature, well-developed, not deficient in any way. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father, and He loves to help. Waiters reveal your true form. The second thing waiters do is they insulate you against the elements. The Little Red River in Arkansas, I think I got some pictures of it. Put those up. Beautiful place. Go ahead, the next one. Just an absolute gorgeous place to fish. That's the Little Red River. Good, one more. Beautiful place to go. But the water there is between 50 and 55 degrees year-round. And so you need some waders to be able to handle the elements. It insulates you and keeps you dry and warm and unaffected by the fish's environment. It gives you the ability to consistently, day in and day out, go back into the same environment and catch fish. Let me ask you this morning, how hard is it to go to work or the marketplace or even home for some of us and not succumb to the elements that are inflicted upon us over time? It's very difficult, isn't it? It's very difficult to go to the same environment day in and day out, to go to work day in and day out, to fight, to constantly battle the elements that are waging war against your soul and not finally succumb to those very elements. For our students, the fact is they get, the school can be a very harsh and difficult place, an environment, difficult environment to be a Christian. The workplace can be a nasty, worldly, and discouraging place to visit each and every day. So how do we go to those places each and every day and maintain our integrity? How do we surround ourselves with the elements of this world and position ourselves to catch fish, yet not fall prey to the fish's environment? 1 Peter 5.5 gives us a clue as to how to do that. It says, be clothed with humility. I can't do this in my own power. I can't do this by my own will. What I have to do is I have to be clothed in the humility and understand that God will give me the strength, but I must rely on him to get the strength. He says, for God resists the proud, but gives what? Grace to the humble. God's grace is the insulator against the elements that you are surrounded by. Now, I'm not suggesting this morning that it's easy. I'm just telling you that it's possible. I'm not saying it's easy for you. I'm not saying that it's not going to be difficult when you go to school tomorrow. I'm not saying it's going to be, or 
not, not difficult when you go to school tomorrow. I'm not saying it's going to be easy when you go to work tomorrow. But I am saying to you this morning that it is possible to go into those places and not be affected by those places. It is possible to walk in there and be a catalyst for change even if you're the only person that is standing for God. You have the, all of heaven backing you up and all of God's kingdom backing you up to be able to do that successfully. It's not easy, but it's possible. Exercising faith requires us to rely on God. It, it, it makes us rely on God. It requires us daily, daily going to Him and daily being clothed with humility and grace. Here's something that we, I think we all need to understand and come to grips with, that God gives us what we need daily but only daily. He gives it to us daily, but only daily. The Bible tells us, give us this day what our daily bread. Every morning before you go, before I go, into whatever environment that we go into, I have to prepare myself. I have to get suited up. I have to get equipped. I have to get prepared to go into that environment. I can go to the Little Red River and jump in there and not be prepared. And guess what? It ain't going to be long before I have to get out because it's too cold and I can't bear the elements that the fish are living in. But every day if I will get up and I will prepare myself, clothe myself in what I need, then I can wade off into there and I can have fish surrounding me, swimming by me, swimming under me, through my legs, whatever, and it does not affect me any at all. Why? Because I have equipped myself and prepared myself for the day. I have to put on the full armor of God. I have to put on humility and grace. I have to put on love and I have to put on forgiveness. I counter the elements by preparing for thee. By preparing for them. I fill my mind with positive things, godly things. And because of that, God's grace becomes sufficient to insulate me against those elements. Romans 12, 21 says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. How? Romans 13, 14. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Waiters insulating against the elements. And then lastly, waiters get you close to the fish that you're trying to catch. Waiters get you close to the fish that you're trying to catch. Waiters give you the ability, again, to wade right off into where the fish are. They insulate you against those elements so you can get close enough to the fish to actually catch them. How do you win people? You win people through relationship. That's how people are won to the kingdom of God, through relationship. How can I have a relationship with people that I am not close to? You can't. You can't have a relationship with people you're not close to. And you can't be close, you can't win people that you're not close to and in relationship with. But how do I get close to those people who need Jesus without falling prey to the environment that has them bound. I believe it is possible to be in the world and not of the world. 
I believe it is possible to have a relationship with a lost person and not become lost in the process. It is possible to maintain your spiritual integrity while remaining in close proximity to a person who is lost. Now, we talk about this a lot here, and I'm going to say it again because I want to make clear of what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about having a relationship with a lost person, I'm talking about having an acquaintance. I'm talking about having a friendship. But I'm talking about when you have deep uh, relationship and deep fellowship with people, that has to be people that are saved and that are living and sharing your values. You understand that. But we have to have relationships with lost people if we're going to win them. We have too many, there are too many church folks, and I'm not just talking about here, I'm just talking about in general, too many church folks that have no lost friends. How in the world are we going to win anybody to the kingdom if we don't have a relationship with them? Loving them dictates relationship. And so we have to have relationships with lost people. God has given you an advantage to do it. He's given you the Holy Spirit. His Spirit clothes you each and every day and serves to lift you to a place beyond the reach of the elements. Again, our answer too many times to maintaining spiritual integrity is to distance ourselves from the world. And I believe that if Jesus was here, he would just call that hiding. That's what he would call that. He would call that hiding. He would call that running away from our responsibility. He would call that uh, forfeiting our mission. Jesus never did that. He never intended for us to do that. Salt is no good in the shaker. Light is no good under the bucket. It has to be released into the environment that it is intended to change. Be in the world, just don't fall prey or victim to that world. Be in the world. Don't be like the world. You fish by living beyond the elements that has the fish bound. Think about that. That's good. You fish by living beyond the elements that has the fish bound. You win people the same way. By living beyond the elements that have those same people bound. When when we showcase the character of Christ Jesus in an unholy environment, without compromise and without shame, it is very attractive. It is very attractive. You are able to go into that environment. You're able to have an impact, and you are able to come out unchanged, but you are able to do that because of the right gear. You have to clothe yourself with the right gear. Every morning I'm getting up, And I'm preparing my heart. I'm preparing my mind. I'm clothing myself in the grace and the humility of God so that when I walk in, I have the capacity, I have the ability, I have the strength of spirit to go in and actually affect change in those environments. Colossians 3.10 says this, Now you're dressed in a new wardrobe. Every item of your new way of life is custom made by the Creator with his label on it. All the old fashions are now obsolete, verse 12. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. It looks like compassion. It looks like kindness. 
It looks like humility. It looks like quiet strength. It looks like discipline. It looks like an even temperedness. It looks like being content with second place. It looks like people who are quick to forgive an offense. And then he goes on to say, forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic, all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Blake, would you come? Waiters, reveal your true form. Waiters insulate you against the element, and waiters allow you to get close to the fish that you're trying to catch. Now, here's something else that I want you to hear this morning. Waiters only work if you stay above the waterline. Waiters only work if you stay above the waterline. You can't dip down in the water and not expect to get soaked. Waiters are like the grace of God, the love of God. They will insulate you and they will protect you, but you can go beyond their limits. You can ignore the boundaries and the principles that the waiters operate in, and every time you will come out soaked. The grace and the love of God will insulate you and protect you, but you can go beyond their limits. You can ignore the boundaries. You can ignore the principles that release God's grace and God's love in your life. And what you will have happen to you is you will get dragged down every time by the elements. You have to prepare yourself. Clothe yourself in God's grace and love. And then you have to live above the waterline. We're not compromising. We're not forfeiting our stature. We're not surrendering our character. We're not living with questions. We're not living with uh, speculation about our lives. We're living above reproach. We're living above the waterline this morning. Would you stand across this place today? We're living above the waterline this morning. We're not getting dragged down by the environment around us. Don't let the environment drag you down this morning. Stand up straight. Stand up straight and keep fishing. Stand up straight and keep fishing. Keep fishing. Here's what I want to do this morning. I understand what it's like to work in a difficult environment. Where each day you almost dread going to that place because of the filth, because of the disgust, because of the challenges that await you. I get that. But here's what I also have come to understand. That God will give you the strength to live above it all to live beyond the reach of those elements and the influence of the sinners that surround you. If you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, I need some help. The environment that I'm living in is a difficult environment. I'm having to struggle there. I feel the pressure. I feel everything pushing in on me. I feel the difficulty of just trying to live right in those kinds of situations. Listen, God's here to help you this morning. God's here to give you strength today. God's here to help you to deal with that environment that is difficult for you. Young people, I understand the things that you're going through in school I would have never dreamed about. God will give you the strength this morning to live above that environment and to not fall prey to the elements that surround those around you. If you need help this morning, you need God's grace, strength to live a life above the waterline this morning, then I want to invite you to come. And we want to pray for you today. 
We hope you have enjoyed and been encouraged by this message. We'd love for you to join us at the river on Sunday mornings at 9.45 for Sunday school and at 10.30 for morning worship. We also provide our midweek service for all ages on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. If you'd like to support the various ministries at the river, please go to our giving tab. We'd love for you to visit us at 1110 South Preston Street in Burkrenet, Texas. And as always, we encourage you to come experience life with us at the river. Till I found myself face down on your shore. Say come to the river.